welcome. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I always find myself back in this place in front of a microphone deciding to share my thoughts and feelings and what I'm going through at the moment. And then, you know, I, for whatever reason, I haven't posted stuff online yet, which kind of makes me feel not like a poser, but I don't know. I don't know what the hesitation is. I don't know why some of this stuff hasn't seen the light of day. I think it is a vulnerable place to share these parts of myself with you. Um, one of the things that I hope to do is to help people. And I think it's, I know I'm probably making some sound in the back. I, I'm recording this sitting on my bed um, and, and I've dragged some dirt into it. Um, anyways, so I'll try and stop that and not have any annoying background noises, but you know, that's just kind of natural while I'm sitting here. Um, anyways, yeah, it's, it's sharing a vulnerable part of yourself to share your experiences and your story, how you're going through it. And that can be kind of a daunting task to do. And I think I want to make sure that I'm saying the real truth and what I want to be saying before I ever release these things to you out in the public. And I've... So why am I recording today? Well, I sort of wanted to update people on why I'm no longer doing the podcast because I feel like it's, well, the podcast being Be The Change podcast, and it's not for any reason that you might suspect um, it's really just, it was taking a lot of work and I was looking at ways that it could build and it could become something. And every time that it seemed like something would happen or, or it might have a chance at building or be what I really wanted it to be, it, uh, it took a step backwards. This thing keeps logging out. I got to put my special little app on here. Um, so that it stays, stays on and stays with it. Um, but yeah, so it, it's difficult. I mean, it was a culmination of things. So, I mean, booking guests is a large part of what I did. And, you know, if some people slip through the cracks or don't get back to you or can't make it, that means no podcast, then there goes the hard work and effort that you put into it. Um, you know, and it's a lot to do that on Sunday afternoons, record a podcast, and then Jace, who does an amazing job at the audio video, and, you know, he would have to sort through and, you know, we would take out certain parts, but he would do the editing process and get it all rendered and, and online, which, thank God I had him along for the process, because... I don't know if I would have been able to do, well, I know I would have not been able to do the type of job that he can. It would have taken me years to get to that point. And the fact that we had audio video from almost the beginning, the very first episode, I think it was three episodes in, it was, that was absolutely amazing. And, and so I'm really grateful for all the experiences that the podcast brought me and the people that it connected me to. It's, it's, there were definitely moments that were worth it and it was really cool just listening to people that were inspired and passionate and able to do these amazing things 
And, and yet at, at the same token, it was, you know, sometimes those moments didn't come and sometimes, you know, you had to prod and try and find, uh, things to talk about with guests. But I think we did a great job at that. I don't think we ever got stuck too many times. I think for the most part, I'm proud of the work that we did. I don't think that there's too many episodes. There's really none that I regret. There were some that I wish were better or the story was told better, but you know, and it, it it's not for the sake of discouragement in that sense. It was just, I, I don't know. There's, I think there's more to the story that I want to share and things that some things that I want to dive into and, and subjects that I want to talk about that just don't necessarily get covered in those. I mean, I mean, they did to a certain point. We talked about life and struggle and things, but when you're meeting somebody for the first time or you're talking about their story, it depends on their level of openness, whether you ever get there. And yeah, I think it's just that process was, um, was the most taxing. And I also feel that there's only so many guests and so many people to keep reaching out to. And when it falls through too many times in a row, it's just maybe there's other places I could be putting my energy. So that's sort of why it went on a hiatus. And now it feels, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it'll come back as it was, if there's something else we can do. I also looked at other things that I could do in terms of programming and content, but I sort of realized the different routes that I could travel and I could become more of an entertainer and somebody who is on TV or comes up with a YouTube show or something. And, but I feel like I would have to sell part of my soul and part of myself to do that. And I'm not, I'm just not willing to do that. I want it to be authentic and genuine. And I do understand you want to be at the top of your game in those circumstances. And even in doing something like this, I know that there's, there's things that I could improve on. I mean, I could, I could focus on my speech patterns and my verbal tics and get rid of those completely. But it's one of those things that doesn't, again, it becomes a little bit robotic. It becomes a little bit less genuine. So at what point are you satisfied with it? And then the other side of it was, it just didn't feel that it was impacting people. There, there it goes again. I'm trying to get rid of this dirt on the bed. Um, but it didn't feel like it was impacting people in the way that, that I wanted and that I had the goal for. I wanted it to grow and it felt stagnant or that it was starting to even slip off a little bit. And I know that there, there's certain fluctuations and you have to ride the ups and downs such as life, but it just, yeah, the effort, I mean, it's not the only thing that is going on in my life and that I'm working towards. And so to do something where I can just sit on my bed and grab a microphone, whatever I want, seems a little bit more at this time interests me a little bit more than doing a, a sit down interview podcast that needs to be edited and rendered and all that jazz. I was going to say shit, but then I said jazz, you know, it's, I guess that's the already the, uh, the voice in the back of my head trying to edit and make sure this is 
comfortable for all audiences. Um, but no, that's not me either. I think people would be super surprised, I think, to know different parts of my brain. I certainly have a, a deep, dark sense of humor, and I want to show that more. I, I really, I, I guess... One of my biggest downfalls is I feel that I want to put my energy into a million different directions, and then it takes away from what I'm doing. And so I'm never able to accomplish in the things that I really enjoy and want the, the things that I set out to because that energy has been taken from me or is being put in these other directions. So yeah, I think it's a matter of prioritizing and figuring out exactly what I want to be doing and what would be beneficial. Um, but yeah, I think there's, yeah, I, I got to figure that out for myself. But it's, it's funny because I keep coming back to this. So we'll see. And I'd like to go beyond just telling stories. I really want to tell funny stories. I want to tell stories about life. Um, but then again, it's difficult to do that. And I think there's so many, so many eyes and ears and you never know who's listening. And I think it's not necessarily a fear for myself. It's maybe it is, but it's more just, I guess it's to leave the comfort zone. You really have to be willing to put your true and authentic self out there and say whatever the fuck you want. And some people might not appreciate that and it might come back to bite you in the ass or it might come back to, yeah, tarnish your reputation in some other realm because of the things that you're willing to talk about. But yeah, I, I hate that. I hate that my authenticity is being taken away and I have to become this fake robotic self. And I think... I want to find a way to not have to do that. I want to find a way of being unapologetically myself. And I think it is just doing that. And it is just sharing. And it is just being honest. So I am going to consciously do, make an effort to do that more. And to be that way more. I think I got to worry less about how people may perceive me. I think that's the constant thing. It's weighing... I don't want to be hurtful towards others. I don't want to, I really don't seek to offend. And I think people that do sometimes just are doing it for a rise. They're not doing it for the right reasons, but it's in terms of a lot of the things I see. I think we're, we're not able to even be honest with each other because we're caught up in this culture of just sugarcoating things and trying to pat each other on the back and everybody gets a fucking participation medal and that's just not how life is and not how life works and man just it it bothers me i everywhere i look on social media is like oh my god look at me in this amazing thing that i'm accomplishing but then i look at the darker side i mean i look at all the maba competitors that were out there and it's like yeah great you you are in peak musculature aesthetically you are fitter than almost anybody in the world there you go so aesthetically you look good in terms of musculature but what did you do to get there you spent hours in the gym which can be a good thing but you also probably are packed full of supplements steroids 
and you may have an unhealthy relationship with yourself and that's why you began this journey. You may look in the mirror and not be pleased at what you see. And then so you're chasing this perfect aesthetic and you want to look this certain way. And man, that's just fucking like... I don't know. I guess I see the pain in that. Uh, all I see is a lot of pain, especially in the fitness industry, is people either running towards some ideal that's unattainable or running away from some thing in their past or something in their life that they haven't confronted or refused to confront. And it hurts. It hurts to be able to see that. I think you you can easily spot the people that are so focused on one thing that their life becomes that. And if they don't have that, then their life is in shambles. I think I learned early on and I was confronted with it through injuries and football and things where there's more to life than just one thing. You have to be a well-rounded individual. You have to have different passions because who knows? You In football, you could become a paraplegic. You could break your leg or fracture an ankle like I did or get concussions or yeah, you could even become, you could become brain damaged. And I, I've seen people, I've, I've known people that it's happened to. And it's, so I, I know I sort of set out on that one topic, but it's tough to see the darker side of sport. And I guess I've, I'm in it and I see it. And it hurts sometimes. And I don't want to get completely trapped in that. I think I am pursuing an athletic thing, but I don't want to lose myself to it. Um, yeah, I'm not really... I feel weird saying some of this. It doesn't... It's not coming out exactly how I want. Because I love sport. And it teaches you so much about life. And all the people that are in the fitness industry and around are... Some of them are the greatest people. I do love the community, but I think there is that dark side. There there are some negative aspects that people don't talk about. And especially in this world, it seems that everybody just wants you to focus on them and what they're doing and get more clients and get more business. And something seems very false and intrusive about that. I mean, it's okay. I, I guess I get it. You have to build a client base. You have to make money in this world. I think it's just... It's a funny ideal and it's a funny way that we live. It's it's really interesting that our world evolved this way. But there you have it. You're on social media posting pictures of either what you've accomplished or what your business is and you're getting clients or accolades or followers and it's just this constant cycle. But here I am and I want to share more with people and I want to and I want people to listen and tune in too. So I guess I'm the same. I'm I'm not guilty of that. I want people to see me as intelligent and that I have great ideas and that I do understand and that I'm not just a crazy man babbling into a microphone. I think I want people to realize there's more to life than just those one things. And also I want people to see that there are dark sides to sometimes sinking yourself completely into one thing. So that's that's a little bit of that topic and a little bit about the the podcast. Um yeah.
life's pretty good, honestly. It's I I read my tarot cards this morning and one of the things that came up is the very first thing, which was which means it's the current situation typically. Um, but it's also your perception of the card that comes up. But the card that came up was luxury. And truly, I am, and it may not feel like it for some of you, but if you look around, it is a life of luxury that we're living. It's, it's luxury to have, and I guess this might not be the case for everybody that's listening, but if you have food in your fridge, if you have a TV and some entertainment, if you have a phone, if you have clean water and a shower and you have community and people that enjoy your company or love you or have friends or your family's healthy. These are all things to be grateful for and these are all in a sense luxuries. Not everybody's afforded them. And yeah, it's we should feel grateful for these things but often we get stuck just looking everywhere around and and seeing the things that we're not, that we maybe wish we could be, or seeing the other people portray all these things that they're doing. And maybe it's jealousy, maybe it's comparison, whatever the game that we're playing is. Sometimes you get caught up in that and you don't realize all the amazing things that are around you. And so I, I spent a lot of time in contemplation, contemplating that card luxury that came up and how it pertain to my current situation and my current life. And a lot of other cards really did showcase sort of my life and where I'm at. And it's really that I'm actively trying to find a role in which I can help people and share and lead and yes, be followed, but in a sense that I want to share and lift people up and help them confront this life stronger and and better than ever before. And I don't think it's on a small scale. I think I have a lot of ideas that can help a lot of people. So I think when I'm not helping and I'm not doing the things that I, that I'm not contributing to the world in the way that I know I can, I think that gets me down and I just don't always know where to put my energy. And that's why I search and seek all these different things and different you know, whether it's being active or whether it's business plans or whether it's podcasts or whether it's relationships or whether it's even different spiritual outputs such as tarot or meditation or yoga or Taoism or even at some points Christianity through Jordan Peterson's biblical teachings. Um, this is why I search through all these things is because I want I want to figure it out for myself because I want to know what a holistically well and good human being is. Um, and really that's how I define spirituality is just being a good person. But then the holistic wellness, it's how do we all come together as a person and how do we find balance within that? And how does that attribute, like what happens to a person when life is out of balance? And what is that like? And then what does that force you to confront and how does that cause pain? And so how could we all as people live more holistically well and be more balanced? And so I'm trying to solve that for myself so I can help solve it for others. And I don't know if there's an answer. So maybe maybe I picked a little bit too much of a, a 
lofty goal um, because if I focused on one thing, say if I was a trainer and got people in the gym and got them working out, they would then live healthier physically. And if they've decided that that's something they need to address, then great. You're helping somebody get towards their goals. But I think it's it seems limiting in a certain way. I look at the bigger picture and the bigger things that are going on, and I think I can assess it often what people are lacking. And so maybe I should go back to school and become a psychologist or something, but it's it's tough because then there's all these different boxes, these different places you can go, and these different kinds of, um, what would the word be? just actions towards it that you can take or these different, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the different services that are provided. And there's a lot of different services and a lot of different people and a lot of different job titles, but there's not one person you can go to that's just like, you know, here's the assessment of you as a person. And, you know, because of this assessment, we figured that you could use, you know, a healthier, stronger community around you to help, you know, emotionally and socially be better and more well. I guess that comes from the health and wellness background that I have in recreation management. And I think that I, I, I just, I see the world and I see the pain. And I think oftentimes I focus on that and not the beauty. And it depends on the day. I think, you know, it's the, the naivety. Uh, ignorance is bliss is what I was trying to think of there. I'm a little bit scatterbrained. I am hungover today. So there you go. There you have it. Full truth. Um, but yeah, ignorance is bliss. The people that walk around in that feigned ignorance and, and, and see the world through that light and just go, everything's, why am I thinking hunky-dory? I've never really thought that before, but there you go. Everything's hunky-dory. Everything's perfect. Everything's great in the world. And my life is fucking awesome. And I have the perfect life, the perfect girlfriend, the perfect wife, the perfect, maybe both at the same time. Who knows? Um, but you have the perfect roof over your head. You have food in the fridge. You have that fancy fucking car. You're doing the job of your dreams and everything's perfect. Well, I don't know if that's honest and I don't know if that's sustainable. It's, it's, you got to enjoy those times when they're there, certainly. But then there's always, it comes back to, there's always work to be done. There's always something to accomplish. And so it's really hard to go through those transitions and find that new sense of it. And it's, it's crazy because it's a completely, it's always an evolving picture. And one of our struggles is just constantly wanting more. We're, we live in a society that tells you you need more and you want more and you should buy more. And we buy into that We and we sell it ourselves. We're all selling, you should like me more or my product more or this or that and you should do business with me. And so... Just this constant flux of we head towards that, but we never really, I don't know, it's, it's, it sounds like I'm like against capitalism and, and what it stands for, 
and in a way I am, and in a way I'm not, because I think that there are certainly amazing aspects to what we've been able to do in the world in terms of transportation and seeing all corners of the globe and making things accessible and establishing trade routes through air and water. And I mean, you know, you look at colonialization and, and yes, did it bring with it evil, but it also brought people closer together in a certain sense. We now can communicate with people across the globe. There's now relationships that you can have with people around the globe and those didn't exist prior to well i mean you had certain certain aspects of it um but it was usually when people were taking over military through military pursuits anyways i mean you had great empires like the romans you had uh in the east you had the persians and you had Khans through the Mongols and you had Chinese dynasties and in the West you had tribal life and yes there were wars in between tribes for what what do we normally fight for well it's resources and land and the right to you know and and part of that happened to be survival and we think of this as this dark dark thing that happened in the world that War is this evil thing, but when it's your life on the line, when it's your family's life on the line, yeah, you're going to fight over that herd of buffalo or you're going to fight for, you know, that land or what have you, or you're going to fight the invaders that are coming in to try and take your land because it's better than their land and more fruitful. It's, it's nobody's ever completely satisfied. And I think that that's part of the human condition is just to, it is to want more, but it is also a survival instinct to to look for greener pastures and to look for something that might serve you better. And yeah, sometimes that means taking people down and maybe in terms of business, it's having a better business than other people. And so, yes, in a way, are we innately conquerors? Certainly. On the other side, it's how do we strengthen our community bonds in each other? And now that we live in these hyper-complex societies and we're just now, we understand parts of it. I don't think we even, we'll never fully understand it. I think the world evolves at a pace outside of our grasp of knowledge in a certain sense. And I think we've made it more confusing in a lot of ways. Like you have a pill for everything. You have a, you know, there's always some way that this grass needs to be treated or these crops need to be treated. And there's a certain way that your page has to look. There's a certain way. And this is just always evolving. We're always just striving and, and, trying to improve on the last thing. We're always trying to get a little bit. Now we're down to testing for picograms and people's pee for when they're doing um, competition that actually has drug testing, not like bodybuilding. Um, anyways, I sound a little bit maybe bitter. Maybe in another life I wanted to be a bodybuilder. So, um, But there's natural bodybuilding. There are places that people can go and compete that way, but it doesn't tend to be the norm. Um, there you go, full fucking circles, and 
yet I'm trying to make sense of this world. I'm trying to make sense of my place in it. And I think, in a sense, we all are doing that. I'm sure you out there, if I ever get around to posting these, and if anybody ever listens to these, there's a lot of ifs there. I should probably care less and just do it anyways. But it would be nice. It would be nice if I think people just considered themselves more and considered the different aspects of their life more and considered their own weaknesses more and considered why they do what they do and they pursue what they do more. And, and then I sit here and I go, that's pretty fucking chaotic. And that's something that I deal with. What should I expect others to do that as well? So, I'm, I mean, it's just, it's tough. It's tough to know what to do next. And I feel that I'm always at this place where it's, what do I do next? But I'm doing so much already. And where could my energy better serve myself and others and my community and, and then the world? And, and how can I affect the most people in a positive way? And what's positive and what's, and so you can see a little bit of my existential, I'm going to say that a little bit better, existential angst, um, where it stems from, and it's because I'm constantly weighing these things and weighing what I'm doing within them. And yet there's also the side of life that says, I do have to have some enjoyment, I do have to, I do have to have some fun and enjoy the people that are around and not not fret so much or be so what's the term I'm looking for but just not worry about it as much and just enjoy life and have experiences and do those fun things with those people that matter and who cares about the rest but again that's it doesn't feel like that's me I can't do that every day because I just feel that there's something I'm supposed to do, something I'm supposed to share that can actually make a difference. And so I feel that I owe it to myself and others, and you out there if you're ever listening, to to have these conversations. Yes, this is with myself, but it's honestly, it's sort of with whomever. But I almost want people to submit questions or just topics and just sort through what they're going through or what I'm going through and then see if we can't sort of figure it out together. I know I'm a work in progress. I know I'm not perfect. As much as it sounds like I have a holier than thou sort of disposition, I don't think of myself. I am pretty humble. I I work fucking hard for the things that I want and I don't I I I struggle. I I'm on the fence of whether I want to share more of the things that I do in terms of especially training for obstacle course racing and Spartans or if I want to share less and just do it and be an example of somebody who leads by example and not by hey look at me and all the shit that I'm doing so I struggle with that I think it's that constant criticism that being being able to be self-critical is important but when you're hyper self-critical it becomes detrimental. So at a certain point, you just have to go, here it is, here's what I've done. I hope you enjoy it. You might fucking hate it, but 
it is what it is. At least I'm doing it. You can only judge if you're also in the arena, if you're also doing it. If you're in the stands, doesn't fucking matter. You're not out there. It's sort of the same thing. I mean, I love football for that in a sense, too. Because you're out on that field, anything can happen. And you're dealing with these emotions that come up. And you're dealing with maybe physical pain or something, you know, something nagging at the back of your head or whatever it is. And you also have to try and think your way through it. you you got to set things up and you're playing those mind battles and maybe you're chatting at your opponent. I was never quite that person. I would just laugh and say, nice tackle. I was always pretty, I was maybe too nice, but I, I always like to show that it never got to me. They could hit me with their best and I'd still get up and smile at them and say, good work, buddy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I, I was usually fine until somebody played outside of the rules. That was my one time when I would start to get angry at people or I might, I might go out of my way to make his day miserable or hers for that matter. I did play against a female, but anyways, that's besides the point. Um, yeah, man. I never really say that. That's more of a Theo Vaughn thing. I love that dude. Um, but here I am, once again, on a microphone, sharing some stories, sharing some thoughts, and sharing some babblings of maybe a lunatic or a genius. I can't tell. <laughs> I'm just joking, though. Um, what else? It's nice to have a clean apartment. It's nice to have a place to call home. Unfortunately, I did go through a breakup recently, and I don't think I'm ready to talk about it. So I'm going to keep that to myself for now. I think that's part of it is you have to be ready to share your complete thoughts. And I know that it might not be fair to that person if I were to share my thoughts on it right now, too. Um, so I'll keep that to myself, but man, it's tough. It's tough to go through relationships and try and find that a partner or a significant other or whatever you want to call it, but pair bonding is a term that's out there, but to find that person that you want to evolve with, you want to grow with, you want to be with, you want to have experiences with, you want to share your life with, that you want to have, I mean, I do hope to get married. I, I don't know in the traditional sense, but like, I want to have a celebration of love one day. I want to have children one day. I want to share a nice home and experiences and friends and traveling and all sorts of adventures with somebody. And I'm trying. I mean, I'm put myself out there. I meet people. I get knocked down, I get back up again. You're never going to keep me down. Um, Bloodhound gang. And I, um, yeah, I think it's tough. I mean, it's, you got to go through those. I mean, when something fails, like a relationship, you got to go through that time of healing and picking yourself back up. I, I really don't look at my most recent relationship as a failure. I look at it as a success because I know more of what I want, and yeah, it's, I mean, I, 
And I'm not one for thinking that there's soulmates out there, somebody who perfectly complements you and all your intricacies, or somebody that I'm sort of, you could make connections with just about anybody. And if you invest yourself in it, and you care about that person, and you constantly, you know, you, you want to live your life with that person, you'll find a way to do it. I think people get caught up in the, oh, this person isn't perfect for me. So I got to find that soulmate, that perfect person for me. And I don't think that that's the case. I think there's all sorts of relationships and you got to find what's right for you. You got to find, it's like finding that perfect pair of jeans. I was going to say shoes, but that's because I run a lot. So I think the shoes matter more than the jeans to me, but whatever you pick one and you got to find the right fit though. You got to find the one and it's sometimes the one that you don't expect too. I know some of my favorite pairs of jeans are the ones that I put on and I went, well, I don't know. And then, you know, you wear them and you get to know them and you have some experiences with them and you start to love that pair of jeans. Sort of that same thing with music too. Like you can, there, it might not be your favorite song at first, but all of a sudden you listen to the lyrics, you hear a little bit more of the background, you the beat strikes you in a different way or you hear it in a different mindset. And all of a sudden you connect with that song and then it becomes your favorite song. And if you're like me, then you play it every day for multiple times a day for a couple weeks and then you're sick of it and you find a new favorite song. But that's just if you're a lover of music. But that, I mean, I think that shows something too, is that you might be able to, you know, if you're constantly with that person or if you're constantly around somebody and you don't have a life of your own, it can exhausted you just I mean you got to find that right balance of things in your life and I think a lot of people just find a relationship I want to say that they hide in relationships but they just they gravitate so close together that they just can't identify as themselves anymore it's just they're a couple and that's how they identify so I want that person that complements life and that I can live life with and has their own things but we come together and somehow when we come together we're stronger as a whole than we were apart and I, I mean that takes a strong person and I've certainly had relationships with strong people and everybody's gone through some shit everybody has their own demons everybody's suffered loss or grief or or bad relationships or Sometimes tragedies, sometimes negative home life, sometimes what have you. I mean, this world isn't, it isn't all rainbows and daisies and gummy bears. It's, it, it, it can get to you sometimes. And it can be rough. And that can be difficult to deal with. So it's hard to find when everybody's, suffered through pain and everybody's some kind of imperfect it's tough to find somebody who compliments you and who you can really jive with and you can really get along with and you can really grow with i think it it takes it takes honesty on both sides it definitely takes communication um yeah i mean 
And there's different types of relationships too. You might not be looking for the one or somebody to spend your life with. It could be the person just to have fun with and enjoy their company. And that's fine too, as long as you're honest with that. I think oftentimes we suffer the most because we're dishonest. I think that dishonesty and lying causes pain. And you'd be surprised at the things you can actually be honest about if you just talk about it and say it. It might be vulnerable. It might be difficult. It may either scare that person away or what have you, but it'll just, that's fine. I mean, it would show that that person's not right for you. So as opposed to, and I get it, this world can get lonely. And, you know, there might be that prevalence to want to, there, there might be that thought to want to do that. And, and lie because you don't want to be alone, you want to be with somebody. But if it's based on a lie, then, then it's never going to be fruitful. It's never going to be a good thing. So you might as well just be honest from the beginning and then go from there. Find that person that, that jives with you. <laughs> uh... As if I'm 40 minutes into this thing, I just thought I'd pick up a microphone and talk for a little bit. Um, well, there you go. Podcasting and life and relationships. See, these are the things I wanted to... And football. It's I feel like that'll come up regardless in athletics. It plays a big role and it's I think it leads to my understanding of the world and that's why it comes up so often. I... I it's you can see the world within your realm of knowledge and when a lot of your experience and knowledge comes from those activities or things or training i think that it it helps you conceptualize the knowledge so that's using those real world examples just to emphasize points if i was just talking the abc's it wouldn't even resonate or make sense to people so that's uh that's why i throw some of that in there and uh I should stop saying ah so much, but yeah, so there you have it. I mean, I'm looking for what's next in my life for how to impact people the best I can to share stories, to help you out there, to, to help you out there in the sense of giving you a hand up. I mean, the people that are willing to seek it shall find it. I just made that up on the spot, but if you if you want something and you believe in it, you find a way to do it. And it's I think we have to address things within ourselves and you have to be self-critical from time to time. Try not to dwell on that, but then start building and just find that building block and head towards it. And all of a sudden the 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 masterpiece, the picture comes into focus. And it starts to make sense. And then you see that full picture. And sometimes you don't like what you see. So you have to change it all over again. Sometimes it's a masterpiece. But you can't you can't stay within one masterpiece forever. You know, it's on to the next one. You don't paint the Mona Lisa and stop there. You gotta, gotta continue making masterpieces. You gotta keep inventing. You gotta keep reinventing. You gotta keep evolving. And... That's how we find our way through this world. 
So this is sort of, I guess it's self-help in a certain way. I don't like that term. I wish personal development was the term because I think to develop personally should be a goal of everybody. When you say self-help, it's like, oh my God, I'm in so much agony. I need somebody to help me. And I think our world is too much of that where it's, you know, oh, woe is me. Life is hard. It's like, no shit. Life is hard. Just work. Go do something. I need that kick in the ass sometimes um, to just keep doing, keep striving, keep going for it. And it'll make sense or at least you'll get through that tough time and you'll find some sort of aiming point. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm, life's good. I'm living in luxury. I think I know I want to find some kind of leadership role or some kind of role where I can help people and share through experiences and perhaps even my voice. I would like to write a little bit too. Um, I think I've had people in the past shit on my writing and tell me I, I'm not a great writer. And yeah, I would like to do that. I would like to share that. I've written 40,000 words, but I haven't shared it with very much of anybody. So I don't know if it's any good at all. But yeah, I mean, that would be nice. And beyond that, we'll see. It's sort of a stay tuned. Um, and we'll figure this thing out. So take care. Have a great week. Have some fun. Enjoy life. Suck it up when you have to. Be kind to one another. And um, I never know how to end these things, so I just try and... I, I just keep rambling until it feels good. And then it never does, so I just keep rambling in general. So I'll say, stay classy, San Diego. I'm just kidding. That was... I stole that from Anchorman. Um, I, I need some kind of sign-off, don't I? Some kind of witty, cool... It can't just fade into black like The Sopranos, now can it? Bye.